I lived with a priest who will remain nameless at this point, who was famous for his social calendar. I've never seen somebody book so much into one evening. I remember one night in particular, a couple days before this evening, he came to me and he told me just as a courtesy that he was having this big cocktail party of about 50 people over to the rectory. This was nothing new for him. But I remember thinking to myself, wait, didn't we already both agree to go to dinner at a parishioner's house that night? The day came, we both made it to dinner. He left a little bit before I did. I came back to the rectory, and of course this party was going on, so I did the gentleman thing, walked around, shook some hands, had a little bit to eat. But they weren't my friends, so I went back up to my living quarters, I sat down, I turned on the baseball game, and there's my pastor on TV in the stands. He had mastered the art of hosting a party at his house. Everyone thought he was there, and he was away at the Cardinals game. You can imagine I asked him about it the next morning. I was more impressed than anything. I said, Master, teach me your ways. How can I be in three different places at one time? You'd be surprised then at a different time. This priest told me how for a lot of his life, he struggled with loneliness. It didn't make sense to me. Here he was always with all kinds of friends. He was at every party that there ever was. Shoot, he was even having parties he wasn't at. And he said he was lonely. And it got me thinking. I think if all of us are honest, we have to acknowledge that there are times in our lives where we go through this loneliness. And as I look back at it on my life, I find that the times that I'm most lonely are actually the times when I'm the most busy. Whether it's work, whether it's lots of friends, whether it's family in the holiday season, We go from one thing to the next, and I think if we actually stop and think about it, we're missing something. And that's where the loneliness creeps in. Why? Because we take our eyes off what is most important. It's in those times where we get busy or we've got all these things going on that we actually think these parties, this work, our job, or whatever it is, will actually satisfy us. And we fail to realize that there is only one person who can truly satisfy us, and that's Jesus Christ. And if we try to find that satisfaction in other things, we end up being lonely. You know, loneliness is a very common problem in our world today. There are tons of people in our society who are just searching for anything to bring them meaning or to bring them hope. But as St. Augustine reminds us, our hearts are restless until they rest in God. It's crazy. Technology is so good today. And even as technology gets better, we become less and less connected. Maybe you experienced this during the pandemic. Zoom is a great tool, but it's no substitute for being with somebody else. You know, there are numerous studies that have found that due to all the things we had to do due to the COVID-19 pandemic, there is associated with it a lot higher mental illness and mental health impairments. People in the world today, for as much as they claim to be connected, seem to be out on their own. I guarantee you right now, someone close to you, 
Maybe someone who shares your last name, somebody who lives next to you, somebody you work with is struggling with this loneliness. Maybe they don't feel that relationship with you or with God. Perhaps there's some kind of tragedy that's come into their life that makes them feel like they've been cut off from everybody else. But they might actually be alone in this world, living day in and day out with nobody to recognize them. Whatever the loneliness is, Jesus provides the solution. Jesus knew this about humanity. He knew that we would experience this loneliness, which is why his last words on earth are so fitting. It's a great trivia question. What are Jesus's last words on earth? He dies, he rises from the dead, he visits for 40 days, and right before he ascends to the Father, he gives us his last words. I am with you always. That's Jesus' last words to us. No matter what you're going through, no matter how disconnected you feel, I am with you always. It's a message our world needs to hear and needs to hear desperately. Did you know, for really the first time in the modern era, life expectancy in the United States is going down? That's crazy. For all the medical advances we have, life expectancy is going down. And it's not because there's an increase in cancer or heart disease or things like this. The increase comes in areas of suicide, drug and alcohol abuse. My generation is literally drinking itself to death. Because they are trying to find meaning. They are trying to overcome that loneliness. But it's a loneliness that only God can fill. It's cliche, but it is so true. With God, everything. Without him, nothing. He is the Lord. This is exactly why in today's gospel, Jesus sends the disciples out two by two. Yes, he gives them a mission. He says they're supposed to cure the sick. They're supposed to drive out demons. But they could do that on their own. They don't need each other for that. Yet he still sends them out two by two. He doesn't give them many instructions. But he tells them that they are to go into somebody's home. He doesn't say pitch a tent in the village or rent a place and stay there and do your good work. No, he sends them into the house. Why? Because all that good work they are meant to do, that goal of bringing Jesus out into the world, only happens in the context of a community. You see, my friends, one can never be Catholic alone. Our faith is not about the individual. Think about the most important thing of our week, what we're doing right here today. Coming to Mass. We can't do that alone. It has to be done in the context of a community. And so Jesus sends these disciples out. He sends them out to the broken and to the needy, not just to fix their problem, but to call them into a community, into relationship. Jesus does the same to us. He calls us not necessarily to fix everyone's problem, not necessarily to convert everybody, but to invite them into the community where the Holy Spirit can work. It's my theory on evangelization. I'm not alone in this. 
But so often when we're trying to get someone to come back to their faith, what do we do? We drag them kicking and screaming or telling them they need to come to church. Look, I want everybody in the Flint Hill area in church on Sunday. I think it's best for them. But how do you get them there? You invite them into the community. You invite one of their children to play on a sports team. You invite them to join you on a committee. You invite them to a parish function like a picnic or a fall festival. What ends up happening? St. Theodore becomes home for them. There will be times in their life where they will begin to question. Maybe it'll be a tragedy. Maybe it'll be the death of a loved one. And those questions will start sparking. And they'll turn to the community for answers. And before you know it, we'll find them here with us at Mass on Sunday. But we have to be the ones who go out. We have to be the ones who invite people to come. After all, it's our job to invite into the community. It's the Holy Spirit's job to convert their hearts once they get here. So, in today's Gospel, we see that Jesus sends his disciples out two by two. From the moment of our baptism, you and I were sent out into the world. I guess it begs the question for us then, who are those people in our life that need the invitation? Who is God sending you out to invite into the community so that in coming to join our family, they might come to know Jesus Christ, who alone will drive away the loneliness, who alone will bring them the fulfillment that they need? to truly live in this life.